0: What up, guys? This is Gilbert Sanchez, and this is your host of the Gin Podcast. I got a got a special guest with us here. So, um, what's up, Anissa? How you doing? Hi. You nervous? Because I'm nervous. Not really. No, I'm not nervous. Um, so we got a we got a couple topics we're going to talk about. So we, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, what do you want to start off with?
1: What does success mean to you?
0: that is uh that's a good question so when when i was when i was growing up i i always thought success was uh, i mean what everybody thinks so um i mean for me seeing success as i was uh, as, uh, as i was younger was something that is for sure not not what it means right now so uh when i was when i was younger i always thought like just riches and fame and um having cool stuff having badass cars but I think as I got older, for me, successful is getting to a point where I'm financially free Uh, to to a certain extent. There's different things to to go into. That's like a broad topic, but uh, for sure, financially free, um, taking care of my family and my friends and the people I care about. I think that would be successful. Um, Obviously, there's like other like little things that I would want along the way, but, uh, to be successful is number one is just taking care of your people. Um, especially the one, the ones that, uh, brought you up and the ones that took care of you as as you were younger, because I mean, you get down to it. It's, it's really nothing without, without them. But, um, if you, if you look at what like success means to like a lot of people now, like the younger people, I highly doubt it will be that just because of everything like social media and the way that society is right now. But um, what do you what, what's your what's your take on successfulness, if that's a word?
1: Well, before I answer that, I just want to ask whenever you say taking care of your people, yeah. what do you mean by that?
0: So people as in my family and friends, Um, I think my family first, Um, I mean, they, they mean everything to me and then for sure my friends so if if y'all don't know if y'all are just, this is your first time listening to the podcast i i, I talked about it in my previous podcast i got basically eight friends that i've been friends with for shit it's almost been 15 years and they yeah we've been through everything but so that and then that yeah that's pretty much it i mean
1: but how how are you going to take care of them
0: So if I were to answer that now, I think I would say putting them into a position where they can be successful themselves. So successful as in, I mean, for them, successful might mean something totally different, which is cool. That's why, I mean, they are who they are. But if they were to come to me for anything that they need, I mean... Uh, you name it, whatever they need. I think I would, if I was in a position to do it and give them or um, make them successful as far as whatever they wanted to do. I think for me that would be the biggest thing. Um, if I were to, uh, I I would say that just because I would hope the same in return. Um, if I were to hit them up and be like, "Hey, like I need such and such," then um, hopefully they'll help me out. But yeah,
1: understandable it is. Wanted to clarify how that... Because I guess most people wish they had the money yeah. to give out to everyone. And I know you talked about it on your first um, episode about just sharing knowledge, like how how useful that is. Um, you don't have to always like give material things to, to help someone um knowledge really does change people's lives to help them improve. So I think that's very important. But I guess success to me would be being financially free, nothing extravagant, but able to live comfortably with me and my partner, give my kids a great life, make sure that they're set past 18 cuz I know a lot of people just really just gauge their kids up to their 18 and then that's it. But my parents didn't really do that for me. They made sure I was taken care of way past that. So I want to be able to return that to my kids and then take care of my parents.
0: Yeah. What, um, no, that's a good point. So knowledge for sure. So I know there's many times where, um, I mean, they taught me things, I taught them things and it's just one of those things where we piggyback off each other and we're just, I mean, we, we we've been friends for a long time, so you can tell we we think alike. We have the same goals. Some of them are different, but um, we all piggyback to piggyback off of each other to where we can leverage um, certain things to to be in our favor. But um, what I want to what what I want to get into next is um, one thing we forgot to talk about is uh, how we met. Do you remember how we met? Because I have no idea.
1: High school college algebra you really? copied every answer off of me
0: really what what was the teacher's name uh, I don't
1: know. it was a blonde bitch miss i don't know her name was she hot N- no. no
0: i have no idea
1: yeah you do, who else ev-
0: do you remember like who else was in the class if you remember a lot names.
1: of people in your grade not really many in my grade i don't really remember uh john eric
0: yeah, I, no, I have no idea that is crazy that's the first what, time what what year was was your sophomore or sophomore year i was a junior Shit. Mm-hmm. um
1: the sims i don't know
0: it probably was it sounds right
1: yeah i think i'm not sure
0: that's pretty cool that's good it's crazy that you remember because i i really had no idea yeah. we talk about knowledge what would you say is like if you could give, you don't have to go into like specifics or like what exactly, um, like you talked about, whatever, but like you can give a broad a, a example. What would be something that you said that you gave to somebody that um, that you think that was knowledgeable or that um, they perceived as it being knowledge and helped them out? What would you say that that was, um, what do you think? that would be? What
1: have I done Yeah. to help somebody? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: it it literally can be about whatever so i mean it doesn't have to be i think specifically
1: two things that come off the top of my head is the way people just um, put like a stigma i guess on going to school yeah like not everyone has to go to school you don't need school to be successful i guess you don't but it helps and i think being able to talk to people that kind of like question it like i guess me myself like i'm a product of it of going to school of being successful at it picking something that's gonna help you in the long run and then i think just like financials i did pick accounting as a degree yeah and People think it's all numbers, which it is, but it's not just that. But over the years as I've grown up, buying multiple vehicles, buying a house, building credit, keeping a good credit score, being able to pay your bills and still have money like as a cushion to enjoy your life and and save it and do stuff that people really think like that's not possible. So just stuff like that, just like sharing a real true like testimony of it actually happening
0: no yeah that makes sense so um i, I mentioned it in my last podcast but to to give the listeners um i i graduated from utsa and Anissa went to utsa too um we i think we started i started first right and then the next year you went after that so we both did four years um well i did four and a half i think that's what it was but three years okay miss Anissa, three years corrected me but she did three years. I did four and a half because I'm a bum. But um, I, I wanted to get into the the topic of um, what exactly happened when I when my my um, my major switched. So I going into in, into college, I I believe I picked criminal justice. I have no idea why I I wanted to be a fucking U.S. Marshal or something. I don't fucking know. But I. When, when so I, I did that i took a couple classes and i was i don't know I, I think i just googled high paying jobs the next year or something like that and then first thing that popped up was like computer science or i think it was actually cyber security so i was like all right fuck it let me let me hit up my advisor and let me talk about uh, what i could do to get into a uh, cyber security at the time uh and i'm the I'm not too sure if they're still right now, but I think they're number one in the nation or something like that. So I was like, all right, bet. Like that's a, that's a, that that's good for me. Um, and one thing I want to note too, as well, is um, when I was in college, I, when I filled on my FAFSA, I I did, I filled on my FAFSA and then like my orientation came to UTSA and I was presented with the offer um, to, it's is basically a, a full scholarship, four years, and that was because of the I I think it was just to put it in plain blunt words I think my um how do I say this like my mom didn't make enough money like the income wasn't there I guess so had that but there's there was a couple of requirements so you had to take fifteen hour classes and you had to graduate on time which was um which was four years so fifteen credits per semester whatever you can do the math but. Um, So I did that. Well, I actually had that. So I was like, cool, basically school for free, debt free. So I was like my my second year when I found out cybersecurity was the actual thing that might interest me. I went I went home run. Uh, I started taking class that my sophomore year. Um, Man, and that shit was hard. It was it was really fucking hard, but uh, I stuck with it. And I had a catalog so if if you don't know what a catalog is, you have to take certain classes. Well, to my understanding, I don't know if you can correct me, but um, if I remember correctly, they you basically have to take certain classes before a certain year. Before I think that catalog expires, um, and I I think it was like macroeconomics or something like that that I that I didn't take, and uh, that shit it, it it fucked me up because I basically got kicked out of the college of business. So I got kicked out of the college of business. Um, I did the appeal process or whatever, and they basically just said, "Hey, you didn't do your thing on time," and um, that was it. So, along that process, I think it was actually that that uh, my last semester in the College of Business. Um, I think it was, um, I think it was my first semester as a junior. I had taken, um, I think it was a writing class, and by the end of the semester, I think I had an F. So I was like, "All right, cool. Let me drop it." So I dropped it. That next semester, my FAFSA didn't pay out, called him up and was like, hey, like, what's going on? Turns out that one of the requirements for that whole scholarship, that four-year scholarship that I received was you couldn't drop a class. So I basically got kicked out of that too as well. So when that happened, I basically had to do a whole nother type of fucking major I was talking to the advisor, and the advisor just suggested that if I wanted to be out in time, just do multidisciplinary studies. It's kind of like a like a gateway to get out faster. So I was like, "All right, bet like that's let's, let's fucking do it." So it's yeah, it was it, it was it was hard because I really wanted to do cybersecurity. Like that's I mean, I still do that to this day, like here and there, depending on what projects I'm working on. But um, it's. Yeah, I I wish I could have done it because I feel like a, it would have been a, a good adventure for me. But um, what I wanted to get into is, do you think that you would be either more successful or less? Well, not more, more successful. I guess less successful if you went to um, a two uh, like a community college versus like a four year university. Do you think that would have changed anything that? Like you went through whether if it was like paying for school or the environment, the culture, the teachers, the anything like that. Do you think it would be different?
1: I actually took um, classes from AA, ACCD for my summer classes for the the generic studies. So I did actually go to a community college, but not full time. I don't think it would have changed anything, but my first semester. At UTSA, I took classes for my major right away. I didn't stray away from it. I just went straight into it, which you could also do at a community college, but I don't feel like you get that same level of of your actual major. So I think that helped prepare me for the um, upper-level accounting courses because the accounting professors for intro accounting didn't really take it easy on you like you would have got at a community college. Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like that helped me, just prepare me for the other courses, but I don't think I would have been less successful. But as for paying for college, it's a big savings, but I think it kind of takes away from jumping into the upper level courses, which I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to get get that out of the way. Even my last semester of uh, my bachelor degree, I was taking intro science courses i left them for the end which i kind of regret i didn't but i i wanted to do everything for my major the the small stuff wasn't important to me you can do that
0: i had no idea yeah that is crazy what um why 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 did you do that
1: i had two i had um biology i think and um astrology but i just didn't want to take science classes that makes sense my intro like i'd rather do accounting it, it wasn't important to me i guess
0: yeah. if damn if i would have knew that i would have switched some shit up yeah took, like history class or something like the basics class. yeah i did it last and go into it how many um do you know how like how many credits you have like total for like animal college
1: i did in total four classes so maybe yeah 15 yeah that makes not sense.
0: 15 what is it 12? 12 12. I, I agree to it but, but i guess it's all good <laughs>
1: in high school i mean i had those credits too but they didn't help me they That's were true. they were used as electives That's so true. when i went into ut State, i was expecting um the algebra to be waived yeah. everything that i took in high school but it didn't like they didn't care I, um, so it just you got used as electives
0: my my dumb ass i took pre-ap uh no i took dual credit history and johnson those yeah probably and um That shit transferred over, and my first semester, I took a history class. But you got to
1: use it as a history, because they didn't use mine.
0: No, so I I basically took a course when I wasn't supposed to. I guess that
1: goes back to people being unaware of the requirements of going to school. Like no one really knows. Yeah, yeah. Like and advisors are so hard to make time to meet with. And even then, they're not even helpful. I feel like a lot of me going to school was me figuring it out on my own. And like, if I could help people when I was doing it, I would. And I felt like even now, like my brother going to school, like I want to help him so he doesn't make any stupid mistakes and take classes that he doesn't need to because no one really helped me. I mean, my advisor was very hard to reach. They weren't helpful at all.
0: Yeah, I think the I think my first three or first two and a half years, I was, yeah, it was basically on my own. Like you had to figure out everything by yourself. It was, it was crazy. But I mean, I guess that comes with the responsibility. Like you're so used to, I mean, not things being handed to you, but like in high school, you kind of have everything paved out for you. It's a little bit more. Um, I mean, you don't, you don't got to work as much as, as I should say, but yeah, I, I feel like if, um, if you want to, what? How do I say this? How would you say well? well, What's the most key thing for you? I can answer it too. But what do you say the most um, key key thing for you to be successful in college? Like what's uh, or you can name a number of things. I mean, you can say whatever.
1: I mean, in a way, grades, but only for like a certain handful of classes, upper level classes. Well, just for accounting, I could just speak for accounting. Um, I mean, when you're applying for jobs. It's not going to look good if you get horrible grades on other classes, but I mean, you get a D in one class, but all A's in accounting, like they know that you're serious about accounting. So grades in a sense, knowing what's required of you. Um, Some people didn't know they had degree plans, degree works. Did you ever get into degree works?
0: My sophomore year, So it took you a whole year. Yeah, it took me a whole year. Yeah, to figure out what it is, and um, and even at that, I t- didn't know exactly what it was. Like, I mean, I read like the instructions, but I didn't know, like, it was basically keeping me on like track. Yeah, like I didn't know at the time. It just was something you didn't really pay attention to. Um, but I think for me, it, it's crazy because for me is um, you got for me, you got to write a lot. You, in, I didn't think you had to write a lot in fucking college. I mean, to, to a certain extent, but it, depending on what classes you take. So I... No, you know what? Maybe I'm just a dumbass because I had to take writing three times. So I took writing the first basic. I took the second one. I, I dropped that. And then the third one was the second one took over. So I guess that was... I was never used to writing a lot. So that was... um, But th- that helps me now because um, I see it as... When for me, when you write, it's like talking, but on paper, if that makes sense. But you can you just your vocabulary is different. You learn like new words and you um there's certain phrases that you use when you don't usually use it. And you just start picking up a certain knowledge where if you wouldn't have done that piece of paper or that whatever you had to do, you would, wouldn't have known it. But um but I think the key is uh is for sure being, um, being successful would be, well, successful in college for me was having your time managed to where you can, um, get everything done on time. So it it really taught me to have time management to where you can, or basically just be with your friends, be with your family, do your schoolwork. Um, I think that's one of the things that you really have to be, like, on point. If not, then everything kind of gets screwed up, because there's... Professors don't give a fuck. Like, they get paid either way. Well, that's that's the way I see it.
1: Well, I think, like, personally, I never did that. I didn't really make time for anything else. Like, that's all I did. It was
0: just school? Yeah. Like,
1: like, I knew I had to do it. That's what was expected of me, because, yeah. like, my parents paid for my school, so that was really, like, my job. Like, I had to get A's and B's for them to keep paying for it so I had to focus on it like there was really no room for anything else I mean I I had friends but I mean it never took priority over doing school and like to touch on writing I think getting my MBA that really taught me like a lot like it's not really useful information writing papers like I didn't need to know how to write eighty page eighty pages over like Jesus Christ. Tractors. Like that's not something I cared about.
0: About tractors?
1: Cat yeah, caterpillar. What like, the fuck? Like that's not something I cared about or even care about now. Like I s it's useless to yeah, me. Yeah. But it taught me like it's a requirement. You have to research, like you have to use all these skills. Yeah, yeah to put everything together i don't know if 80 pages was reasonable but that's a that's your final requirement to get your mba
0: shit i think my i think in order to graduate i think i wrote like 10 pages i don't but an mba like, yeah i know that's fucking insane like, 80 pages for what I don't fucking know. You, why'd you write about that shit well, nah. <laughs> <to graduate. laughs> i'm just kidding um so when when um so if y'all want to know, I'm going to tell you anyways, but the, basically the, I told you about how uh, my scholarship got kind of denied towards my ending of school, but I I had to figure out obviously how the fuck I was going to pay for this, this school. So I ended up taking out some loans, but at the time I had no idea what loans were. So that's kind of one of the things that I had to learn too, was the difference between subsidized and unsubsidized and different um, lenders that are out there. You got, I mean, you got private lenders, you got other um, government lenders that's, um, I mean, you, you you got fucking banks and financial institutions that give you school loans too. So that's, uh, that's one of the things I, I learned. And I ended up taking, I'm 99% sure it's subsidized. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's subsidized. And shit, I think my last two years and a half it's not bad i think it was almost like 10 grand which is not bad um it's bad in it well i wouldn't say it's bad because i learned a shitload of stuff during college but um it's you i think i was put in a position to where you have to you literally have to figure this shit out yourself like i mean i guess you could go to an advisor but I, i think for me it's not gonna work out like that like i'm always i've always been the type to do it myself and kind of figure out a way so um what i what i want to get into next is um how you recently bought a house right correct congrats thank you yeah yeah no congrats but um how was it how, how do you well how long did it take you to buy that house was it as stressful as uh i've seen before? because i've seen some people do like four or five months maybe six months with just stress building up how how do you what do you say
1: so september 2019 i signed my first contract i guess with one builder picked everything i wanted designed it they were supposed to start building 45 days after i signed it it was supposed to be ready february march 2020 they never started building it so this like was at all uh, never Nothing. Holy shit. Nothing. No move dirt. Nothing. They never even like went to the site. I just kept getting, kept getting like um, the sales lady beating around the bush. Didn't really tell me anything up front. But right. at the time, I was finishing my last semester of my MBA. So I was already stressed with that. So I kind of was just letting it play out. I was paying for my tuition. So I wasn't really too worried about it. So come December... Finished my MBA, graduated, still nothing. And I signed it Jesus. in September, yeah, gave crazy. them my money, nothing. Waited it out for a couple months. The I gave them till the beginning of the year. They said for sure in the beginning of the year they were going to start working on it. Well, nothing ever happened. So I drove around the area I was interested in and I found a new builder. And I saw that they were having um, an inventory sale of houses they had which was higher in price range than what I had originally um, signed my contract for. But it was a bigger house, same area, um, just a better overall house. So I just went with it, see if I applied, see if I got approved. I was hesitant in applying for it to get pre-approved because it's just me, my income by myself, my credit by myself, everything. Went with it, got pre-approved. And within, I could say maybe twenty days, everything was over, and I signed.
0: What, uh, what, what lender was this again? The first one, because I know the second one, but what? Uh, the builder. Yeah, the builder.
1: Ross Coleman.
0: That Do is crazy. Do not
1: recommend.
0: <laughs> that is crazy. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. They
1: actually to me. are still building that house. It's still not ready and it's going to be May of 2020 and I signed it in September of 2019.
0: And it was promised in what, February? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is wild.
1: So that was the only stressful part. But once I got my money back from them and I didn't have to wait for anything with this new one and Mm -hmm. everything worked out, it wasn't stressful at all. But I guess it just it's hard to give advice on this because you don't know everyone's financial situation.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I think we'll give a broad topic about it or just go into um into it broad. But there's a couple of things obviously that you need to buy a house. Um first you got credit. Uh that's pretty much the biggest one. Um after that you have your income. Um that goes along with I mean your job and how long you've been there. Um what do you what do you think is next? Or what do you say is next?
1: Tax returns.
0: Funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I guess tax returns. Um, Tell
1: the people. Tell them I tried to help you.
0: You did try to help me. She was trying to be my my uh ta-
1: realtor. Yeah, my realtor did not help me. Let's put that out there. Another situation I had to figure out on my own.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of the things you gotta. I think for me, if I had a realtor that wasn't helping, I'd just be like, "What the fuck? Like, it's your job, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: but they don't care. They're getting their payment either way.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. What um. Why, why do you think your realtor wasn't helping? Just because she knew she was getting paid or you think it was just like just whatever so, to her?
1: I don't know if it's really... Okay, so a situation would come up. I'd reach out to her, but I'm impatient. Yeah. I want everything done right as it comes up. If she doesn't act on it within the next two hours, I'm taking it into my hands. So that's a lot of what happened. Some The salesperson was telling me something. Yeah texted her she didn't get back to me two hours i figured it out so like i guess i kind of cut her out of the situation but even when we did the first walkthrough she showed up 30 minutes in she had to leave
0: oh yeah i remember that so yeah so basically you should get paid the three, no you should get the three percent
1: exactly i did all i did wow. everything myself
0: <laughs> well if um if you need a realtor nisa is, um, <laughs> is qualified in that too but well, that's crazy i think nah Hopefully I when I when I buy a house there's not somebody that is like that.
1: Pick somebody good. So pick somebody that is worth the three percent.
0: You never know though. You don't. Well, I guess you can learn like off of referrals and stuff like that, like people that have actually worked with them, but then again you, you don't
1: know. you
0: have no idea.
1: Depends, I guess, on what you want in a realtor, yeah. how much attention you want. It's just up to it's personal personal preference, but um I I don't mind it. I I learned a lot. Um I feel like I was able to share what I learned with you. Yeah. Um but every what everyone's situations different. So just because I'm able to do it doesn't mean everyone's able to do it. Doesn't mean it's the same situation for everybody. It's just sharing what you learn so somebody else doesn't make the same mistake.
0: Yeah, I um yeah, you tell me a lot of shit. There is um yeah, there was a lot of stuff I don't know. There's uh, tons. I think it was just overwhelming the amount of shit that I thought I knew, but I had no idea. Like it was literally just things like a, a list of everything that I had no idea for. I mean, obviously the credit was there. The income was there. Uh, oh, I think the, the 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 job was there. But I, I think for me, um,
1: the duration.
0: Yeah, the duration of the actual job wasn't there. But if if uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you know on a little secret i recently was trying to buy a house and um anissa was basically yeah she was basically my realtor she was about to get three <laughs> percent no but she was uh she was helping me trying to buy a house and i had recently just moved um to a, a different job and i had been at the job maybe about a month and they yeah they were just they, The type of position that I was working at required you to be there, um, I believe it was two years. And those two years, they basically averaged out your income. So for me, that position or the kind of job that I had, I think I was doing it for maybe about a year and a couple months. And it was basically insufficient. So um, the amount of time that you need for different positions and stuff like that but what I also learned too as well is there are different lenders out there that can like use six months or like they can yeah I think six months was like the lowest that I've seen I don't think I've seen any, anything other than that but um, it, it's not always depending on the lender it's not always two years um, so but that's one of the things I ran into when, when trying to buy a house so um, income was there the duration of the job wasn't um, credit was there too as well I don't think for me, I don't think I had a problem, but um, also too, you really, really, I, I would, something I learned too, well, the biggest thing, you really want to get a pre-approved just because that ter- tells you how much house you can buy, like what's your purchasing power. Because obviously if you make like two grand a month and I mean, you're not trying to buy like a $400,000 house like that, that's, you. it just doesn't add up like that. So it's always good to do that because that kind of, that kind of gets you into the, basically choosing a house um i mean you can i think for me or i've seen where you can actually do it online but it's always good to actually get pre-approved to like a realtor or like a financial lender to actually know hey this is what you can this is what you can buy so um what why did you pick the area that you picked why wouldn't you pick somewhere else as far as so we live in san antonio if you don't know this is if this is your first time we live in san Antonio, texas but for real estate or homes in general it's pretty cheap compared to the rest of the world or united states i guess but yeah it's pretty cheap but why not somewhere else like why did you pick that area for a
1: couple reasons um As my grandparents get older, I didn't want to be too far from them. I want them to be able to drive to my house whenever they want, visit when they want, be able to quickly get to them if I need to. My parents, both my parents, I'm kind of in the middle of both of them. And also, it's close to a base. So I feel like when I'm ready to sell, it's going to sell pretty quickly. I know the base is always getting new people in. But also, it's a cheaper side of town. And... I didn't want to try and buy a three hundred thousand dollar house as my first house. Yeah, I didn't want to get into that much debt. I didn't want to be paying that much. It's, I guess what my mom taught me is like really, it's just it's just your starter home. You have your house. You get used to paying the mortgage. You get used to paying for the maintenance of everything. You get used to living by yourself. You you gauge your your bills, and then when you're ready, whenever you you move up financially, and you're in your um career and you're able to buy a house or be able to build a house, whatever it is, like you have the savings. So when I bought my house, I used the the first time home buyer assistance program. Yeah. And you only get to use that once. So of course I used it. You don't ever get that again. And I don't know if a lot of people know, but you have to pay mortgage insurance if you don't put 20% of the purchase price so, down. So
0: what is what is a mortgage insurance?
1: It's a cost you have to pay every month that's included in your mortgage, but you have to pay it every month until 80% of the loan is paid back and then after the the, the remaining 20%, it washes off. But unless you put 20% down on the 20% of the purchase price down, then you don't have mortgage insurance.
0: That's basically just saying to the bank like hey i'm i'm serious it's just like yeah i see what you mean
1: so if you can't put 20 percent down the bank's like okay well i need to make sure that i have funds yeah, to some, cover if yeah, you yeah. don't pay for it that makes sense so which is fine because when i purchased i did the math and i mean i don't i don't know many people our age that have 20 percent to put down cash but i did the math and 20% I'm never going to pay that in mortgage insurance like it doesn't ever equal 20% or more so I'm not really losing out by paying it
0: yeah that's true so there is um that, that math that she just did like in the couple of seconds there, there's a way but she she did it to me uh we're not she showed me I think it was like last month but I, I know what you're talking about it's um yeah it's crazy how how they charge that it's um yeah but I mean it's it's all just them it's trying reasonable to but yeah
1: it's annoying it's an annoying cost yeah. an extra cost
0: and, and that's on top of um like your actual mortgage, mortgage so you guys yeah you got your mortgage you got your taxes you got your insurance and that's it right your
1: homeowner's insurance and then your mortgage insurance
0: so four things Jesus.
1: So, the first year... <laughs>
0: I'm not buying a house. Fuck that. <laughs>
1: the first year, when you sign, your whole year of homeowners insurance is paid at once. So, that's taken care of for the first year. But then after that, it's included.
0: Yeah. That is crazy. I, um, I've um, always wanted... I, I never thought I would buy a house. Well, I never thought I would want to buy a house so soon. Cause I, told, I think I was telling you, too. I always thought that for me, I never... I don't I don't know if it's I have no idea. I haven't figured it out why I I think like this, but I've always wanted to buy a house when I was like like near my 30s, like 30 or um beyond cuz my point of view on like houses and apartments um for like so I'm living in an apartment right now, but for living in an apartment it's it's never like for me I'm never here. But there's like so I, I, we're about to argue about this, but there's like certain things like there's pros and cons and there's things where I would want to want a house and there's things where I would want an apartment. So I wouldn't want an apartment for the maintenance. Um, I would want the actual um, apartment too for like depending on what price and what's your lease as far as you rent are sometimes the area and your situation, it might be lower. So it might be a little bit cheaper, but most of the time it's literally the same, same price, but that would be another, that would be one way I can go. It'd be like, you're paying the same price on an apartment. Let's just get into a house. So, um, when I look back on staying in an apartment and versus a house, I would, sometimes I would rather be, I would rather want to be paying that money towards a house. Cause you got some type of um, some type of asset under your name where the value is only going to go up, but it it's always depending on like which what you prefer, but what you're most comfortable with. I I would never want to put myself in a position where I don't feel comfortable purchasing a house or just I mean whatever reason. But why why do you think you what what would be your main thing as far as purchasing a house versus an apartment? Well.
1: This kind of goes back to you talking about your loan that you got for college. I actually did get a loan in my last year of school because I wanted to kind of live that college life. I wanted to have an apartment. Hell yeah. I wanted to be involved in all that. So I got a $10,000 loan from up? Wells Fargo. And I actually...
0: Wait, wait, you got fucked up?
1: I mean, what do you mean by that?
0: <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you said you wanted a party i did i'm just kidding uh yeah keep going sorry
1: uh, so i mean i guess people's perception on me is like my parents paid for everything i'm not in debt well i did get a, a loan because that's what i wanted to do i mean you only get to go to college once like you only get to experience that once like, you can't go back when you're 30 and get to experience it so i did get an apartment i got a ten thousand dollar loan not even a government loan and i just paid it off last month hey
0: that is crazy i i say it's crazy just because i would have never thought about that like i well you only did three years right so the two years you did whatever and then that last year that's what you're talking about right Mm -hmm. yeah i I would um yeah i don't think i would have taken a loan out just to well depending on the situation
1: i guess i knew i didn't have debt from the prior years i knew i was going to be able to repay it yeah, I guess yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just did it and, and it helped my credit a lot. So I kinda got to experience it, got to build my credit, yeah, got to win-win. figure out paying off a big amount of money. Um I don't regret it. Yeah. But I hey. guess what I also learned is that if you get government loans and you work for a nonprofit for ten years, you don't have to pay back your government loans. So Say
0: that
1: again. If you get um government loans, yeah. And you work for a nonprofit for, I think it's 10 years. And you don't have to pay back any loans. There's a program for that.
0: So you have to work for a nonprofit for 10 years.
1: Correct. And I work for a nonprofit.
0: Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. So she, um, Anissa does testing with coronavirus monkeys, <laughs> and she has coronavirus right now. I nah, <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, that is... Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. How, how is your job but nonprofit. like what are how is that considered a nonprofit? uh i always thought it was like a for you, profit yeah for profit <laughs>
1: um so we get grants um from the government from different foundations different people that want certain studies done um we have many scientists in different um scientific areas virology pathology we do adult, a lot of different testing so we get a lot of different customers from different places sometimes they want to buy tissues from some of the monkeys sometimes they want to buy monkeys sometimes they want necropsies which is brain testing from some monkeys sometimes they want the monkeys to be infected and then they want to buy the blood from us so we get a lot of different funding from different places that want specific testing done so I guess we're I guess when you think nonprofit, you think charity
0: yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, I, I, I had no idea that there was something else.
1: So we're really helping people in yeah. a way, like we are helping. So I guess that would that that is what qualifies us for nonprofit. Like we are helping the community right now. We're really thriving on this whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're like this is kind of what our um, mission is: is to fight infectious diseases that overtake the community that we work in. So we're helping the community whether people agree with what we do or not
0: how do you um how do you feel about this whole pandemic you're going well you're um you transitioned to like at-home work right so i think it's a how was the how was the change are you about to go crazy yes yeah nah, it's, <laughs> i'm going
1: insane yeah
0: I, I feel like it's so different like i couldn't imagine being like just going to work and then just being home Like, well,
1: I think the worst part for me is so like I just said, like we're getting so much funding right now and so much work is happening at the Institute, but I'm not there. So I'm having to do all this work for all the funding we're getting, all the customers we're getting, but from home. So that's putting more pressure on me. Like I'm all this work is coming in, but I'm not there.
0: Yeah, you have to do remotely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it would be different if. I guess I was just doing my normal work, and all this new stuff wasn't coming up. But we're getting all this money; everyone wants to donate. All these new customers, all this new like uh, research is happening, and I'm in charge of billing customers, so that's kind of like all on me.
0: Um, I feel like this uh, this pandemic is making girls kind of weird. So how? I don't know. I just see a bunch of horny ass girls like on IG and stuff.
1: Only fans subscribe.
0: What? <laughs> no, like what I mean is is like like the i am I don't know if you ever seen like Tory Lane's and like um Boozy and um I am sure there's plenty of more just horny ass girls just on IG Live mm-hmm. trying to
1: what else is there to
0: do? I don't know. <laughs> they're trying to trying to figure out something they got they got for a load or they got uh got cut their job and they're well, just trying waiting
1: to, for the unemployment.
0: It's crazy. You know what else too is crazy? the amount of money people are making on OnlyFans. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy I don't know. that people
1: actually pay for that.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's a whole other topic, but I, we can get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy the amount of money someone is willing to spend on... I, I'm not going to go... well, But,
1: I mean, Lena the Plugs, her OnlyFans is only $5, so I'd rather pay for hers than pay $15 for some other bitch
0: is it weird that i know who that is
1: is it weird that i know who that is
0: yeah it is kind of weird because i have no (laughs) idea who the book that is i have no idea who that is but um the what's what's pretty crazy too as well is some of these some of these girls are um they're getting their shit hacked i've seen a couple a couple girls uh like not girls but they're just articles about people um just hacking the actual um the only fans account just mm-hmm. basically taking not, not all their money but a, a good amount but yeah the the if you're subscribed to only fans please let me know which one so i could subscribe to i would definitely not nah, i'm kidding I, I i don't think i could ever subscribe to something like that i just think it's 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 merely insane how how much money they these these girls are making out right now it's, it's
1: i think it's, it's like what really is making them money, for one, is just, like, creepy-ass dudes that, like, don't get attention from anybody. But just people that are just curious to see what they're posting. Like, I'd want to pay just to see, like... Just what, curious? Yeah, just, like, what's on there.
0: Fuck it, let's subscribe to somebody right now. <laughs> Go fucking... We'll send them And that's just, tip. like, a
1: one-time payment, but imagine how many people are actually curious. Yeah. But those are the people that, like, keep paying... Over and over. Every month. Yeah.
0: And then they just do a couple donations too. Yeah. Like
1: they want like a special video or something.
0: I was watching a a YouTube video the other day and it was basically, it was, it was actually a podcast, but the podcast was talking about how strippers, uh, well, there was a stripper on the podcast and the, how the strippers had certain clients go like every day, but these clients would just want to talk. Like, yeah, they, they didn't, didn't even want to touch. N- literally nothing at all. They just wanted the attention to talk. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're spending your time talking to a stripper because your fucking wife is not giving you the attention. Or some, some random shit. And I was just like, oh, my God. That is... What, what did... Yeah, I don't... I, I couldn't understand it. I mean, there was other creepy shit, too. Like, um, how... Just how creepy these guys, like what 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 these guys are doing, um, and and what they like, and how like just how they function is just beyond me. I, I I definitely would never understand it.
1: Well, I mean, everyone has to make their money how they make it. I mean, not everyone can get unemployment. Not everyone's employer pays unemployment, so not everybody could get approved for it. I don't know if many people know that unemployment comes from the employer, not the government.
0: Yeah. So. That's uh that's one thing I learned too a couple years ago but I just thought it was from the actual government like no. there's it's from the employer yes yeah, they
1: so if your employer does not play does not pay unemployment you will not receive and depending on how much they pay is how much you could get
0: yeah uh, yeah I didn't know that so that's a good point so
1: I guess in this time I'm just thankful I have my eight to five even though it's not really eight to five but it it. I guess this time is showing how much I guess it paid off. Not many people really see use in going to school for like for one, even a bachelor's degree going further than a bachelor's degree and then just working a normal career, I guess. Everyone has, I guess, bigger aspirations for themselves, which is good. Like everyone should, that's the only way that you improve, but I guess for me, I'd rather have something that is definite. Like I know it can never be taken from me. Like I'll never lose out, and it gives me a way to fund my aspirations.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you to a hundred percent. Because some of these people that got laid off because of this this whole pandemic, um, yeah, it's, they're yeah, they're, I mean, they're struggling. It's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Cause I mean, some of them don't have money to pay their rent or for groceries or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like f- going for me, going to school was definitely some, some at first, uh, obviously, because, um, to an extent I don't use it, the actual degree now, but, um, it, it was definitely something to fund a career that I personally inter- was interested in. Um, and then it's, um it just turned around and it it led to something else. But um when when I was um when I was in college I was I, I I thought about the same thing. So when I think it was I'm pretty sure it was my freshman year. I was thinking about like what if like depending on if I kept that criminal justice degree or the next year when I went into cybersecurity like what if something happened when I lost my job? Like what is something that can actually happen or um like something to fall back on but it's one of those things where it's it's very uncertain depending on what field you go into so your field kind of determines basically your job and like if you if you can keep that cuz yeah. there's yeah there's tons and tons of people like it's it's yeah it's definitely sad but this whole corona thing is is crazy man yes. it's uh there's a it's
1: unfortunate. So let's do a a giveaway.
0: Giveaway for what?
1: For your listeners. Uh um, I do 50, you do 50 and whoever wins gets $100.
0: We will That sounds like a deal. We will uh we will come up with a with um the rules and regulations and requirements and everything, but let's yeah, that's it. uh we we will give I'll put up 50 and will put up 50 and um yeah, we'll have a little we'll have a little contest um like I said, we're we're gonna we're definitely gonna put the the rules and requirements on IG whenever this goes live. But uh, look out for that. But um, what I want to get into next is how how you were brought up. Whenever you you were younger, how do you think that's um like different from like? Cause I mean we know each other very well. How do you think that's that's different from me or from like anybody else you know that was not brought up the same way you were brought up?
1: So I think there's really like a stigma on people that are fortunate, I guess, that their parents really work to be able to give them a great life, like not for them not to have to worry when they were teenagers, not to have to to work, not to have to like stress about finding a way to pay for everything. And I think it's really like a lot of people, like as I was growing up, a lot of people thought, I was just spoiled in that way. Like, I got a car when I was 16. Like, I didn't have to worry about anything. Uh, when I went to school, um, my parents paid for it. So, it's, it's like a, f- everyone thinks it's like a free handout, I guess. And it's completely different from the way you were brought up, like, on your first episode. Like, you, so the way you were brought up, like, you did it, you weren't as fortunate at home going to school was your outlet like you didn't have to worry about it like you got to see your friends it was a distraction for you like me I I had my parents at home I mean only until I graduated and then they got divorced but I didn't always like it wasn't always the best at home but it was never unbearable I mean my parents had requirements for me expectations like even after I graduated my bachelor's like I feel like your family was more happy and proud for you than what mine would be because mine was an expectation. And even at my bachelor's degree, the next expectation was like, okay, you did your bachelor's degree. We're happy for you. Like you did what you're supposed to do. Now for an accountant, like go get your MBA and then get your CPA. Like you're not done.
0: What's next? Yeah. I, I I think that that which to go back on that stigma, there's, like, having families... Like, the way I see it is, if you... like, And this will be for my kids or whatever. If I have the opportunity to, to pay for my, my child's education or pretty much put them into a position where they have to... Where they don't worry about anything, I'm all for it. Like, and that's what's crazy because there's a stigma on that whenever you're growing up. Like, oh, you rely on your mommy and daddy. Well, no fucking shit. Like, they're my mommy and daddy. Like, I... I'm 14, 15, I can't get a job. This is where the money comes from. And even at that, it's it's not like you're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like you're actually there's like you said, there's requirements, there's stuff you have to actually do in order to get your school paid for, in order to get that car or whatever it might be. But um yeah, I think that's yeah, that's so fucking crazy. Like I I I would never because Honestly, I'm not even, like, when I was growing up, not to you or anything, but I just thought, like, fuck, they're really, really fortunate to have that amount of money. And at first, I was like, damn, like, oh, she's a fucking, she got it from her dad or got it from her mom. Like, it's it's not hers. And it kind of puts, whenever you get older, you put into perspective, as like, no shit. Like, I would want to do that for my kids, too. It's, 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 you you definitely learn that it's it's, it's all just, it's all the way society portrays it as.
1: It's just... I guess even growing up like as it, it's just a lot of animosity from people. And I guess being on the other side of it, it it kind of feels bad because you don't know anything else. Like yeah. you're just growing up like, okay, I'm doing what my parents want me to do. Like I'm doing good in school. I'm not causing any trouble. Like I'm a good kid. They gave me this car so they don't have to worry about how I get to school. Like it's helping me. It's helping them. Yeah, And... I mean, as people grow up, like, how would you not want to be able to do that?
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Like,
1: because I see people arguing, like, oh, well, I want to teach my kids how to work. And I want to teach my kids, like, how to be grateful for what they earn. And I was never ungrateful for yeah. what I received. Like, like even to this day, like, that, just having a car at 16, like, that's in some way contributed to me being successful. Yeah. Like. I'm only 24. I have two degrees, a house, bought multiple vehicles on my own. Like my parents buying me that car when I was 16 or like giving me that freedom or paying for my school. That all helped be who I am. So I would never want to give my kids anything less than that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I mean, that goes back to whatever what I've been through, too, as well Is I definitely won't give like I would hate to put myself in a position where I'm literally putting my kids through what I what I what I've been through I would never want to do that never 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 um and yeah like I said it's just crazy it's and I feel like there's there's so much stress that comes with that like there's like for me my growing up my mother was never like hey you need a fucking A on your next midterm or whatever you need to get these certain grades or I mean I don't know I'm not going to pay for a cell phone bill or something like that and I think for you there's um there's just requirements. Like there's it has to be done or Some I mean, requirements,
1: like an expectation. Yeah, like yeah. If you don't meet it, like how dare you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I wouldn't say I mean I think if I was raised like that of of course, I mean, there's who knows where where I might be or what the level of thinking I might but yeah, it, it's I don't I don't think I would
1: I think it's very, um, honorable to see like, or to, I mean, I didn't obviously watch you grow grow up, but like to hear how you had it and to see where you're at now, like you got yourself out of there. Like you got yourself out of that position. You're not going to go down that road. You know what not to do or where not to end up. And like, even that is, is a success. Like you're never going to end up there. So that alone is like you made it out. Yeah. And I guess I didn't have that situation where I had to like escape anything. Both my parents got degrees, both my parents are doing well. Like they don't ever like I don't I never feel like I have to help them right now while I'm growing up and I feel like I gr- I'm around a lot of people that have to help their parents yeah. and I feel like I'm lucky in that sense. Like even now like every little thing like a small reminder like oh i'm very lucky i'm very fortunate like i don't have to worry about that they don't stress me out they let me build for my life and my kids but to see other people like develop off of what they had and be better like really the whole group of friends you all have it's none of y'all will end up like that
0: yeah it, yeah i wouldn't yeah for sure i'm never fuck that i'm never going back that's yeah it, it, it's it's just a content cycle you um whenever you're like brought up depending on like where you grow up it's and you're in a bad situation if you have to find some level of thinking to want to better yourself and I mean at the time I had I mean I I wasn't thinking like oh like I wouldn't want my kid to grow grow up like this I was just thinking like you literally have to get yourself out of this situation because if you don't x y and z is going to happen or like to be more specific like you're Gonna be living, um, I mean, somewhere you don't want to, or you're not gonna have the car you want, or you're gonna be working. Well, I shouldn't say working, but you're just not gonna have what you actually want. And going back to um, going back to the expectations, I yeah, for me, I wouldn't say there's there was, a, well, for sure there wasn't any expectations, but there was always some type of, um, I guess idea that I was the one to not be in the position that like my brothers and sisters are. It was just like something man to this day I have no idea like it was just something like I was just brought up brought up in like you're the youngest. Yeah, the youngest. Um and my my brothers and sisters always always tell me this like they just like I I don't know like I I don't know what's 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 up with their level of thinking or or why they thought this, but or why they're in the positions they are now. But for me, it was just like, like you're 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 the one. Like you know what I'm saying, like you're you're gonna you're gonna beat this. But yeah, it's a it's a crazy world. It's it's definitely it's hard times. Really,
1: like the the firstborn, the middle child, like that's really like the experiment child. Like they're they have to take be the guinea pig for everything. Your parents didn't know what they're doing yeah, when they yeah. first had to like even though like i feel like i'm very successful like my brother will have it way better than i did like i was the experiment and i didn't do bad
0: yeah, yeah but
1: i guess like your brother and sisters like they've they had to grow up and i'm sure they're once they were old enough like they never wanted you to go through that so even them helping you
0: yeah and th- that's why they're so supportive right now too as well because um it's just yeah i i mean i don't i don't know what else to was to say other than they just they figured i was i was gonna be the one since they they couldn't do it and i always uh, my my mother always just told me like hey like i mean it is what it is like you can't i mean yeah you you can't dwell on it it's just it's just something you got to work on but if you were to if you were to be how do you do you think growing up um. the the way I was you think you would be more successful or less successful what, what do you think or you? Think I guess you it's would just... hard
1: to tell because you really never know what somebody experiences and how you would adapt to that situation yeah. but I always see like in people in that situation you all like they have so much drive and motivation for something to get out of like I didn't have to have that I mean, I did. Like, I wanted to be better. Like, I watched my mom. She's also an accountant. Like, I want to be better than her. And I'm sure she wants me to be better than her. And that's really what my motivation is. But to grow up in different circumstances, is hard to say because you never really know how you adapt to that situation. But um, like, for example, my grandma and my grandpa, they had nothing. Like they grew up very unfortunate. My grandpa's family, sometimes they didn't have food, didn't have clothes for school. My grandma grandma didn't get to finish school, but they worked. They worked to make sure that their kids didn't have to work hard through high school. And actually like they worked hard enough. And even though it probably wasn't in their realm of financial possibility, they gave every one of their kids the option to stay home live at home and they'll pay for their college and my mom's the only one that took that opportunity
0: yeah
1: and she stayed home she followed the rules she lived at home and she went to school and i feel like i was given that same option and it started with my with my grandparents i had nothing like it started there so when people think that my parents just grew up with money or my parents just had everything like their parents had everything. So my parents had everything and then they gave us everything. No, like my grandparents had nothing. My parents worked very hard to have what they have. My mom did the same thing that she expected of me, stay home, live with my roles, go to school. And I mean, probably at the time I didn't, did, I didn't agree or I didn't like the roles she had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like her gauging my gas usage or questioning where it was at all the time because hey, but where were you i mean i can't say
0: <laughs> no i no i definitely understand but I,
1: she's paying for it so yeah. how, who am i to be bothered by it but i i think like that's a perfect example like you had nothing now you know so you'll be able to provide that to yeah.
0: your kids and one thing i want to i want to note too is like you, you don't have to be stuck with like, like, well, for instance, let me say me and these are friends. So we definitely grew up in, uh, different situations. And I mean, we're friends, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you always want to venture out and find different friends because, um, there's, I mean, they're going to help you out depending on um, what you ask for like knowledge or the, you basically learn stuff and then the other way around I mean they figure out too as well that um, the situations that you were brought up in um, and they kind of just find that motivation to 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 help themselves out or I mean whatever the case might be but it's always cool where you have different sides of the stories you can see different pers- perspectives um, on how someone was brought up or on how someone's two different lives can be and they, they end up being friends you know what i mean like I it's, it's pretty cool
1: that's a very important uh, factor in a friend a friendship is having two completely different mindsets or diff or um not mindsets but i guess like views on things like that's the only way like you like if you have two people that agree on everything, they're never going to learn anything else. They're never going to see an opposition. Yeah. So. They're never going to hear a different opinion and take the time to research why that person might have that opinion. Like, I mean, me personally, like when I talk to somebody that disagrees with what I think or has a different opinion than what I believe in, like I take the time to research what their view is. Like, that's a very important thing that I feel like a lot of people don't have. Like they don't have that trait. They don't. They don't take the time to research or to figure out or understand where another person's coming from.
0: Yeah, just, it's uh...
1: just. I believe this. You. Why don't you believe it? You're wrong. Yeah, just one minded. And, and I, I don't think that's a very healthy mindset or it gets you far. Like, even though I don't believe I don't agree with them, but if I research, like I'm learning something. Like yeah. I'm helping myself
0: yeah it's always good well um yeah i think this is it this was uh this was some good talk and if um y'all do me a favor y'all when y'all listen to this podcast y'all um y'all definitely give me five five stars drop a drop a review in the section and to go back to what we we're talking about we are i'm putting up 50 and is putting up 50 we are doing um giveaway yeah Mm -hmm. we call it a giveaway we are going to put the rules and regulations in one of our um one of my well one of the accounts instagram posts and um yeah hopefully um hopefully one of y'all wins but thank you uh
1: free hundo
0: yeah free hundo thank you uh thank you for coming
1: thank you for having me
0: we will um this is the gin podcast you can follow me. I don't know if you want to give your handle, but I'm about to give mine. I need followers, but uh, it's GWZ11, so that's G-W-E-Z-Z-Y-11. And then you can follow the podcast IG, that is uh, The Jin Podcast, on Instagram. It's only Instagram. I'm not putting it on Twitter because so much shit I got to worry about, but yeah.
1: Little Miss Nisa. On Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you, whatever you find me on, that's my handle on everything.
0: She's uh, she says some crazy shit sometimes. It maybe
1: be in OnlyFans too.
0: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't say that. But yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Look out for that giveaway.